Wait, what do you mean it's over? Hello? How can I help? Hi guys, welcome back to Parties Over Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. And you're witnessing uh, Liz and I's first time talking, or second time talking, in a matter of like a week and a half. Maybe two weeks, honestly. No, a week and a half. Lots to catch up on. We actually could do a little catch up because we don't, we have talked. We're drifting yeah. apart. Kyle was like, oh, you guys just must be growing apart. I'm like, she's in another country. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> she's just beer being for a bit. Yeah, I'm like, don't even, don't even think right. that. I did tell people that. He said he's, that. He's funny. like, yay, they're finally going to stop talking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Me still trying to call you even we had a four hour time difference. <laughs> yeah, so what uh any updates for the week? I know you oh. is this your first time skiing? No, I've been skiing before, oh. but man, we really need some snow. The skiing has not been good, but stay tuned for Maine is not in its skiing era. No, the northeast is not getting snow. Um this is the issue. We get snow and then the next day it's 45 degrees. So we just can't keep the snow and it just doesn't feel like winter. Like someone the other day said to me like, "Oh, I got a coconut margarita." And they were like, "Oh, are you pretending it's summer?" I'm like, "No. I want it to be winter. We haven't even had it yet." Last week while you were away, I went to a vision board party which no. I had never oh. been to one before, but my boss hosted it at our office and it, there were like 40 or so women there all like from the area like really cool women and everyone brought magazines and there was sushi and a cheese board and wine and and it was so fun I felt like I was in school again like cutting up magazines and doing like a collage and I just like I went crazy with it and I didn't even go on my phone for three hours I thought it would take like an hour and I was there for three hours and I just was like so committed to the to the vision board. And I'm really happy that I went. I was really sad that I missed that. Liz invited me and I was like, should I cancel my trip? Should I go to this instead? <laughs> she asked me like, oh, are you going to bring a friend today? I'm like, my one friend is out of the country. <laughs> oh, it was so sad. I was really excited for that. Um, I actually, I tried to yesterday and we, whatever, this will get tied into our topic. But I'm going to try and make Parker... Like, while we're eating dinner one night, make, like, a Pinterest vision board thing with me. Because I know I'm not going to be able to get him to make, like, a, you know, the real deal. But he's been kind of, like, in his self-help era. So I'm going to take advantage of him by doing that. Um, that. We all have to go through that. Sorry, I'm going to take advantage of the situation, not him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, After the vision board. (laughs) Yeah, so sorry. Did not mean to say that. Also, while you were away, I went to Dancing with the Stars live, and I feel like a changed person from it. It was so good. I'm sorry. I know it's so weird. I was almost like, don't tell anyone I'm going. And now I'm like, I want to tell everyone I was there because it was literally so good. Like when you leave a movie and you're like, I'm changing my life. Not really, but they were, this is what I learned from it. First of all, I used to watch it as a kid. I stopped watching it. I started watching it again this year. Uh, because a girl that I liked was on it and then she was coming to Portland so I was like I'm gonna go because it's literally down the street and they danced for two hours like only eight people like two hours straight I was like holy crap they're athletes and everyone was really hot but 
I liked seeing them in person because when you see them on TV, it's like everything looks perfect. From what I noticed in person, like they just looked like real people, like someone that I could talk to, like not everything was completely perfect. And I still was like, they're so hot. I don't know how to describe it, but it was like, they are just so, I just think they're so cool. Uh, they're just athletes. And um, I don't know. It was just nice to see them as normal people. Just more like relatable. Yes. Yeah. And I used to be a dancer and it just, I don't know. It was like exciting yeah. like going to a recital again for me. What about you? What's going on with you? I lived in a different, like, the last month has been a blur. It's just been, like, not my normal routine. I just got home from a trip. And I, I, I the moment we've all been waiting for on Parties Over Podcast, Parties oh, Over no. Grad Podcast, um, I feel like my postgrad blues is finally over. After four years, maybe longer, five years, actually, we're almost at five years after five years post-grad, I do feel like my excitement for life is coming back. I think that happened to me last year. And it has ebbed and flowed. Yeah. You know, I've I've been excited about things, but I haven't been able to like, how do I word this? I haven't been able to... In college, I think I liked the idea that I didn't know what was ahead. Like I didn't know what was coming I liked the dreaming aspect of it but since postgrad I pretty much see what was going on for me I know where you're going I know where you're going with this yeah like in like college I was like oh where will I work where will I live blah 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 then I graduated and I'm like oh I know pretty much exactly what I'm doing for the next 65 years I'm living here I'm marrying this person I'm doing this job whatever currently my life feels like WTF I don't know what's happening like I got home from a trip and then like on the plane someone was like hey do you want to do this and I was like okay sure I'll do that and that's just like not what I thought my life would be it's not all about trips I don't even like travel that much that's not at all what I'm saying that's just like the better example I could use like my job for example like I have no idea what like someone could ask me what my what I would do in the next five years I literally couldn't tell you I have not even a clue where before I would have been like, probably be a marketing manager at a bank, which is still a great option. Just like, that's what it looked like right now. I have literally no idea what I would do. And I think that's where the excitement's coming back. Like I can feel myself also like on the cusp of like, I don't know, like I have the house coming. I'm excited to host people at my house. I'm excited to like decorate whatever the next stage of life is. I am excited for it. But it's still kind of like unknown. Like it's like what is going to happen. And like even when I like I also used to picture myself like as like having kids. I still like when I had kids, I pictured what my life looked like having kids. And like I still don't. That's not how I picture it anymore. Now it's still I'm like, oh, I actually have no idea what my life would look like with kids. So because before I already said this to on the podcast, we've just since cut it out. I was saying like double income, no kids, like the dink thing. I'm really feeling that right now. But even like when I have kids, I still feel like I can't completely see the next 65 years down the road. Anyway, yeah. you said you knew where I was going with this. Yeah, I knew you were going to say like you liked the unknown of like in college and then you kind of had a whole plan and then now you're back to kind of like what is going to happen like instead of like following maybe your 
exact plan that you thought like your life was like no this is what you're supposed to do it's kind of interesting it is still like my life's pretty you know yeah still pretty laid out for me but I think it's also kind of cool because I feel like a lot of people when they get this feeling they like have to get divorced to have it (laughs) like (laughs) you know when people like get divorced and they I don't know like re like refine themselves kind of deal like they're reconnected friends whatever all that stuff I feel fortunate I could have this feeling without yeah having to become single yeah you're having the Miley Cyrus new song flowers feeling but you're still happily yeah. married yeah yeah exactly <laughs> anyways that's my update well I just feel like kind of similar like just like not over the postgrad thing but think like we accomplished it and I felt it that way last year and I went to dinner with a couple friends that maybe this was part of my other update and they were like who's has the next birthday and I was like oh it's me they were like are you gonna be 27 and I was like yeah but I I just don't want to and they were like no literally 27 was the year like everything started to get better and I was like 27 really late 20s it seems random but you know what I'm I'm taking that with me put it on my vision board Caitlin Bristow said 27 also I think all right so I got high hopes after the vision board and finding out that 27 was good I'm like let's run it I'm feeling good I am I'm feeling good I got like a lot of fun things going on in the next however many months uh I'm gonna put up and even if they're not fun it's fine but would you say you're embracing the chaos? Well, that's what I was just going to say. I, yes, I was going to say, but even if it's not fun, I will go with the flow. So today's topic, we want to discuss like embracing the chaos, going with the flow, because I'm learning one, as we get older and we have more responsibilities. And I think a lot of people discuss things as I don't, I want to say this in a way I do not have kids, so I don't know this, but I notice a similarity where sometimes my friends with kids will be like, oh, when you have, or, or my, or I'll listen to TikToks and they'll say, oh, when you have kids, this happens and you learn this like life lesson, but I'm learning that like, I'm also learning these life lessons in a different way. Yeah. One of, and like, not to like say that obviously there are things that you learn only when you have kids, whatever. But I am learning these also without them. So this is just kind of an interesting thing where like parents are here a lot of times saying, oh, like you have this plan for your day and then your kid has a tantrum or whatever and your plan gets derailed. And they like learn that like skill of like embracing the chaos or whatever. However, I am also learning this concept because the older we get, the more responsibility we get, whether it's becoming homeowners, whether it's your job, you get more responsibility you have a significant other to like, you know, consider, I don't know, aging family members, what have you. And essentially the point being your time starts to not always become your own and things come up. My example, a timeline might not be a timeline. Like you can't, you can't set a complete timeline for your life and plan for everything. Like things are going to get in the way. Exactly. And it's just like, it's just interesting. Like the, the kid thing was just a reminder to people that whether you, you may be able to relate to your friends with kids slash you, if you have kids, your friends without kids more than you think, because I think just like 
coming of like this certain age and stuff, we learn, I'm learning that I'm learning similar things just in a different way. I, my example was I had a plan, which this happens all the time, but I just like took it as a podcast topic today and thought more about it. So we had Monday off and the plan was we had just got back from from our trip. So we were going to like unpack do our laundry, get ready for the week ahead and whatever. We had, we were at a good place with the house. We were in an in-between stage where we had contractors at the house. So we didn't have anything to do at the house. So we thought, and then we got a phone call that we had to spend the day at the house working on something to get it ready for the next contractor. And that threw our day for a loop because we have just gotten back from literally being in a different country and we go to work the next day and we have piles of laundry. We have like, have not been home in a week plus all this stuff. And we're going to feel like going to the week. And just, I've realized that has happened to me now. Like, I don't know, multiple times, like your flight gets canceled, your whatever. And it was a reminder to me that this is going to happen to me for the rest of my life. Like whether it's a work day and a work emergency happens and all the things on your to-do list don't get done. I just was reminded that like this is always going to happen. So we wanted to make a topic about it. And I'm saying this to you so you can think of your scenario. And we're going to run you through like some different examples of how this could happen, how to embrace it, move on and like still not beat yourself up, like how to not just like throw your whole to-do list out, what have you. So Mm -hmm. anyways, Liz, you can react to my long-winded statements you just made me remember a time that I had to embrace the chaos and I was just thinking like nowadays whenever like I have to embrace the chaos or like something crazy is happening like my mind is always like oh this would be a good story this is gonna be a good story one two great story to share on the podcast three great tiktok content like my mind is like nope you gotta keep doing this like this is gonna be funny like the trip that I went on last year when we went to South Carolina and we showed up at the airport at like 7 a.m. an hour before our flight and they were like your flight is canceled and they just like did nothing about it and uh, we ended up flying to a different location and taking an Uber for two hours and it was like an entire day just to travel literally what would be a three-hour flight and that's what we talk about more than the actual trip like those were some of the best memories even though it was excruciating it was such a long day like it was just a funny story to us and it's like in the photo album like us getting a spirit airlines flight like in the uber and that's what we'll talk about when we're older so sometimes when chaos is kind of happening I try to remember like it's just you know it's part of the story it's something that I can share like it's making me maybe stronger like getting through a difficult situation and being adaptable and like the word adaptable is great on a resume Honestly, that is, that's exactly what I've been thinking about also is how like challenges and adversity, how I'm like, I know it's something similar, how adversities can strengthen me and make me like level up. Parker, I've been saying like this year's our level up year and we feel like we've been like in our building year, not no pun intended, but just like doing I've said it a million times doing a wedding doing a house whatever we've just been like you know trucking along we haven't really been like living in it so with that adversity is like it's just a it's a it's a way to grow and be better whether it's struggling at your job whether it's 
learning a new skill. For example, like building a house has been the most stressful thing ever, but I've learned so many skills from it. And every time a contractor has, or like a contractor has been delayed, or we've had to spend more money than we had wanted to spend on like something came up. What else? delays in like my countertops. I'm going to be having plywood countertops for a couple months here, folks, because their countertops take a while to get in. Stuff like that. They've taught me patience. It's taught me like problem solving skills to be like, okay, this can't happen. What about uh, we get in this contractor instead and we fill the gaps and we do this, whatever. So it's, it's like made me grow. And if you're doing it, like you and Parker doing it yesterday, like as a, like both of you in it together, it's almost like you're working on your partnership. Like you come back, you still have to do that stuff to get ready for the week. So it's like, all right, what are we going to do? You do this, you do this. And you're like working together. And then it ends up making you better partners. Like you can just work together better moving forward. Exactly. I think it's not, it's like not even a part I had thought about when we were doing this episode is embracing the chaos. I hadn't even thought of like the strengthening part of it can do for you. I'd really kind of just thought of the mindset, but, um, yeah, let's, okay. So you were talking about like a flight getting canceled. Um, I've been talking about, like, I've talked about construction stuff and what have you, maybe we'll talk, uh, like let's do a professional one. So like you're in your work day, an example on like how we could be better about this. And then like, you know, on vacation and you're like, you want to have fun still, so we can talk about both those things. So we're in a work day and we have like a to-do list outlined for the day. I want to accomplish these three things. And I have like one of them has a strong, like hard deadline. And then like the other two or three are just like things I really would love to get done. Okay. So that's my to-do list. My schedule's clear. I have like one meeting all day. No big deal. Insert chaos. Oh yeah. I feel like this just happened to me today. It's like you, like you said, you have a full to-do list and then maybe your messages are like going off or you get an email, an urgent email of something you need to do. And it just keeps like taking you away from what your to-do list was going to be. And it kind of adds like a stress factor. But what I notice about it is it almost gives a little bit of an adrenaline rush. Like, can I do all of this? And when you do do it and get everything done in time like it's almost more rewarding than just having like a yep check 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 you're like no I checked everything off and I like accomplished this urgent task that needed to be done and like to go over the hump of being stressed I don't know it just is it's kind of exciting yeah let's say like your I don't even know website crashes or you get pulled into a big meeting that goes over your meeting goes over Mm -hmm. by like two hours or something crazy or this morning my car didn't start and I had to call AAA and I got stuck at home for an hour again that changed my to-do list quite a bit speaking of which guys actually I'm gonna pause this for a minute and give myself uh I'm gonna give you guys an update of something awesome I did I made a return for the first time in my life (laughs) I'm so proud of you ready an online return they make that it so is, easy that you just put it back in the bag. That is overwhelming to me. An online return literally stresses me out so bad because oh. I have to find a printer, which fine now. I have they to didn't find send a you a label? No, I have to print it out. I have to like click, I want to return. 
then I have to print, then I have to go find a place to print, then I have to find a bag that I can mail it in, then I have to go to UPS and drop it off. And I just want you guys to be really proud of me because like that has literally never happened in my life. The reason I like returning items is because it feels like I made money. Like I'm like, wow, I just made $40 and it was like, no, you just (laughs) spent it already. I usually just take the L, but we're still in the saving summer, even though it's January. But yes. Okay. So a, a meeting runs over. What do you do to not lose your marbles? How do you embrace the chaos? Well, as always, it's great to be prepared in advance for and be ready for something to run over or ready for a problem. And the best way to not be stressed at work is to do a good job, which we've said before. Um, but things do, things do come up. And it's important for me to have notes of different things. So say something urgent came in and someone said, hey, why did this post go out? Like this wasn't approved. Why is this copy there or something along those lines? And I'm rushing to go check the post and it looks good to me. And then I know that I had notes to refer back to of them approving the post or some something that I can get on in an urgent way and find where I was at when I did the post or whatever the problem is. Like you want facts to back it up. You want to be able to get yourself into the mindset of what you're working on at that time rather than staying in your current mindset. Cause I think that's where kind of the stress comes in. I love that factor of like, just also in the prepared sense, don't put too much on your plate that if one thing happens, you are messed up for your whole day. Like, plan out your day accordingly. Don't overbook yourself. And if you have too much on your plate, maybe spend, like, it stinks to do this, but spend a little extra time trying to get back on track. That way you're not, because if you are overwhelmed you and you don't catch up, you will be overwhelmed indefinitely and yeah. you need to, like, find time to catch up. So part of the preparedness is adequately planning out your day. Don't plan out every single minute of your day because something is guaranteed to go wrong, whether it's you just spent too much time at lunch and you like lost track of time or a huge problem occurs. So being prepared, great first step. Expect the unexpected. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even if I'm bad at, I'm bad at estimating time for things. So if I was like you said, going to go to a lunch. I almost planned that it's going to take me, you know, so much longer than I think it's going to take me. So I have a buffer there instead of booking something right at the time when the lunch would be done. I would say the second one would be once your chaos has occurred and you can resume that or, or let's say, okay, I lied. My next thing I would say is while we're in the chaos, what can we do while we're in the chaos to not have our mind be just thinking about all the other things we have to do. Because this is something that I struggle with a lot when I know I have a bunch of stuff to do at home, but something has come up or, and I am, or, or let's say we're at the work part. I am, all I'm thinking about is, oh, but I have so much other stuff to do here. It's almost taking me double the time because mm-hmm. I'm so distracted and I'm just like grumpy about it. I'm annoyed. So essentially like, acceptance accept that chaos has occurred and be like okay this has happened it is unfortunate but it has happened and this is my new like 
priority on the to-do list. I need to focus out what I'm doing and the better attitude I have about it, the faster I accept it, the better it'll be. Yeah. It's almost like prioritizing is whatever came in more important than what you have going right now because you want your focus to be all on one thing instead of splitting focus. That's where I go wrong is when I'm like still lingering, thinking about the other thing and working on both and just flipping between the two. It's like, I need to be in one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. So well, so that yeah. brings me to the next point, prioritizing. So yeah, th- let's assume the chaotic thing has taken priority. What happens next at the end? You have two hours left of your day and you have five hours left of work on your to-do list. How do you prioritize what, how, how things now have to switch in order? Whatever needed to get done that day, I'm sure not everything needed to get done prioritized backwards of what could, could be moved till tomorrow and communicate it with the, your coworkers or your boss. And I'm sure they know of the urgent matter that, that came in. So communication is definitely big. And if you, if it's something that needs to be done If they think it needs to be done that day, you might just not have the brain space or whatever you need to be able to make that task like the best that it can be. So moving it tomorrow, you might have a fresh mind to then focus on it. So I would recommend communication in that that scenario. Well, also, that's a great point. You can communicate to your coworkers like, hey, I might need some help on this. Yeah. I like something came up. Could you take X, Y, Z off my plate so I can finish this? Uh, that's the new priority. Uh, and then that, you get them back when you, when they're in chaos. Right. And you could communicate that. Um, also, like having a clear, like you said, like talking to your boss and explaining to them, hey, this came up. Is this still something you really need? Or was, I don't know, just explaining it, it helps set expectations. That way they're aware of like, oh, that might be why this is like two hours later, whatever, something like that. It just helps kind of set those expectations. It's like having those conversations. And then um, the last thing is set before you leave that day, write down your to-do list of what needs to be done. And then you can go home and like have a, you can leave the stressful chaotic day behind. Yeah. And you can go in the morning and just realign, get kind of back on track. But that's kind of my thoughts on a professional one. Let's yes. talk about like a real life situation where we maybe, I don't know, you don't want to be dragging everyone down. Yeah. Like maybe it's raining on vacation. Oh, the worst, literally the worst. But I, you had said this when we were on the phone talking about it. And then I thought about it. And when I did my trip to Oregon, it rained every day. And we were just like, let's just do it anyway. We're here for this many days. Let's just do what we were going to do anyway. And then the sun came out. And I feel like it came out because we were like, let's let's just go. Like, it will turn around. Like, we almost did the lucky girl syndrome. Like, we're so lucky to be here. Like, And then the weather was like, you are lucky. That happened to me in Colorado. And mm-hmm. it was, I literally didn't want to go. It was horrible. But 100%, you just have to embrace it. So... Let's say you are on a beach vacation. Let's do this. Okay, you're on a beach vacation and it rains every day and your itinerary was laying on the beach, scuba diving, I don't know, whale watching tour, ATV riding, and dining. Okay, that's like our activities. So 
the next, the first thing we think about is, okay, my original vibe. So you probably went into this vacation with a mindset of those things. Like I'm going to be in my bikini. I'm going to be reading on the beach and we're going to be in our hot girl summer vibes. And we're just in our like tropical summer vibes doing all those things. If you know it's about to rain, you better change your mindset real quick. You're in your cuddly girl vibes. You are in your peaceful, relaxing spa takeout vibe or whatever. You you got to switch the mindset real quick and change like the whole essentially picture like you have a vision board in your brain and you've set your vision board like for before the trip when you thought it was sunny and you need to literally like repin. You've got to repin all your Pinterest brain board and change it to like. I don't know, like a board, a board, board. We gotta switch it to have like cozy robe in hotel room vibes instead. And I think that's like the very first thing you have to do. So, like Colorado, for example, it was not. It was like October, maybe. It was not supposed to be snow. It was not snowy yet. It was supposed to be kind of like fall vibes. <laughs> and I like hiking and whatever. I don't even know Colorado. Like it, there, there was a chance it could have been like 60, 70 degrees, and it became like blizzards. So it's like breweries, fall, hiking vibes. Instead, I had to switch super quickly to like coffee shop vibes. And I don't even know. That was really it. Coffee shops. Oh, like hot springs in the snow. I had to switch it to like a beach vacation in my head so quick. And it works. You That's your very like number one thing you got to do or else you will ruin everyone's mood. Right. Because you do all this planning. But then it's kind of almost more of a vacation because sometimes I go in and I'm like, I'm going to do all of this stuff every day. And then you get there and it's not what, what you expected. And if you, the only example I can think of is like, even when I was studying abroad and I would go to a country and like online, it would say, these are the top places to go. And I would be like, we have to go to this restaurant, but then we would be walking down the street and see a restaurant that maybe no one has ever posted online or it's not in any recommendations. And that one, looked better and it was like enticing us in person and everyone would be like shouldn't we go to that and I would be like we should go to that like let's let go of whatever plan I saw online like we're in the moment that's wild of you I mean that sounds it's not really a good example <laughs> no that's a great example I'm just sometimes like, you wow. just have to go places and walk around and like see what is calling to you rather than what maybe someone else put on their list for their place because they might not be into the same things as you so that's a hard thing for me to do but the times when I have done that just like walked by something like oh we should try this out that is like always been better that also goes though with like being prepared too so like have a plan in place that you can fall back on because if not that also can create chaos but like don't hold on to it too much but anyways I'll get into like travel tips if I keep going down but yeah Okay, so so we've done the we've been, we've changed our mindset, what have you. Now you get to kind of scramble and come up with a new to-do list. Like before when we we're talking to work setting, we're just like reprioritizing, but here we're coming up with like, okay, we've changed our vision board. Let's find, you know, the coffee shops. Let's figure out maybe there's some spas and sort of like change those like come up with your new to-do list and go from there and you just also have to think about like time is very important when you think about embracing chaos because usually the part of the chaos is that time is limited 
Mm-hmm. If I had a week off instead of the one day off, like the chaos I had the other day, if I had a week off, this would not be a problem because I would just be like, oh, I'll bump it to Tuesday and that will be my unpacking day. And that's usually what, you know, vacation is. It's a limited amount of time. It, you know, you don't freak out when it rains where you live. You freak out because you only have X amount of days there. So you create a new to- to-do list and you prioritize. So you think, okay, so my activities were reading on the beach, going to dinner, whale watching, ATV riding, whatever. I could still go ATV riding. Mm-hmm. And now instead of like hot girl vibes, I'm having cool adventure like mud and you've like changed the tone of it. Okay. And like, I could technically still do that. I could still read. It just, I'll ha- it won't be on the beach. I'll be reading in a coffee shop or in my room, in my robe, whatever. I could go to like get a massage. So, and then you when like, you get what? back, when yes. you get back, you're going to be like, that was the best trip. Like you will look back on those mm-hmm. photos in that time and you won't even remember that it was supposed to be nice out. Like you won't even remember the place that you were like, oh, I was dying to to go to this beach. Like you will forget that and you will remember the stuff that you actually did. Or what Liz and I were just discussing is adversity makes you stronger. And this, we're not even, I'm not necessarily talking about vacation in this sense, but you will only remember the things you gain from it. Uh, again, someone dying is a little different, but you will only remember the like, oh, like remember that funny vacation where it rained the whole time? That's so funny. Like, ha ha ha. That was a crappy situation, but it's a good memory. Or now I like learned how to like, travel in the rain, that like, or whatever, how to like embrace change how all these different things or the good will stick with we, you yeah we went to florida and what do we remember most about that trip the drive down like Chaos. the road trip like, like the unknown of like are we gonna make it like do we have right. enough money for gas like just that's like the biggest memory that pops in my head so i don't know i just really think those are the things that you carry with you and then okay maybe like one where it's like a really tough one like something bad where like you are and this may be hard for maybe myself at least to discuss because I haven't had too many but um like you lose your job you like all those kind of things that are like didn't go as planned so like you lose your job someone gets sick you break a leg like all those things that you kind of don't have control over and like how to regroup that would be maybe we can just touch on it a little bit and in case that's something someone's going through at the moment uh infertility i don't know i'm trying to think of like other things that could happen yeah i think it's hard to get in the right mindset say if you i don't know one that you said broke your leg but all of your friends are going skiing so you can't do the fun thing that you want to do so or all of those like those are all like not fun things that take you away from maybe doing what you enjoy most but I think like if someone is sick in your life like it's more embracing like that time that you have and you you just have to like turn off the other stuff at that time and for breaking your leg I think you just have to find things that still like make you happy and fulfill you in that kind of scenario and just a lot of times you just got to get through it 
yeah, it's just like a reminder. Like we said, the the older we become, and like chances of the older you become, chances that bad things will happen to you get greater because you've been around for a longer amount of time. So obviously, when we were kids, I barely knew anyone that died because I was a kid and I had only been around for seven years. <laughs> like chances weren't that good that someone I knew. I also only knew so many people. As you get older, more likely you know more people, you've been around longer, something bad will happen. You'll do more things. You have more chances to break your leg. You have more chances for heartbreak and things like that. Mm -hmm. And your time kind of doesn't become your own anymore. And all these chances. So you need to just, you need to be adaptable. That is the biggest takeaway, I think, from this. You need to be adaptable and understand, like, you prepare for the best. You have like, you prepare for, or you prepare for the worst, you hope for the best. Yeah. And you adapt accordingly and you try and be aware that time, again, these are all things that like affect time is short is usually where the chaos part comes to play. Time is short. And I think if you just have all those kind of concepts in the back of your mind, you can pull from them as situations come up you can pull from them depending on what's in your toolbox if it's something like a broken leg something like a death I feel like all of those things you know you're gonna take something from them like even during them you almost know like after it you're going to appreciate something even more like when you go through like a death in your life you have there's nothing good from it that's not what I'm saying it's but after you always have a new outlook on how you're gonna live your life I feel like and how you want to appreciate the people in your life so you know you're going to get through it and it's how you look at it on the other side and you're going to come out with some kind of appreciation of something like when you're sick you're always like missing things right after you're done being sick you appreciate your body for being really healthy but would you have thought of that your body in that way before you were sick probably not sometimes I need a nice reminder a quick flu to remind me like it's really nice to feel <laughs> yeah. healthy and like feel lucky and appreciate my my healthy body but yeah, with yeah. death is a hard one but that might have been a little too deep I just kind of like I don't know you plan someone gave me this example once where I was trying to figure out how to plan my wedding for like sooner rather than later because I wanted I wanted to ensure we had some loved ones there in quotes, ensure like I wanted, let's say we had the option to get married in one year or six months. And I was like, Oh, we should get married in six months because that way we can make sure these loved ones are around for the wedding. Well, I was talking to someone about this and she was like, yeah, that's great. However, I kind of did that for my wedding and my husband's like grandfather died the day before our wedding and the thought there was just like not only like could the grandfather not go to the wedding they were sad at the wedding too because it was so fresh and that's this is like a really like harder example and like a little bit deeper it's almost getting off of topic but it's it's almost the you can't plan for it and you have to just like go with the flow and embrace the situation you're dealt with your, or whatever the you know like the hand you're dealt just I, I don't really have any it's like just you don't know what's gonna happen you can't plan for everything 
And once you find out what your situation is, you handle it is really the best advice. You handle it the best you can and you rework your plan, see what you can gain from it, whether it's mindset lessons, how you can help others in it, like how you can, for example, to, to, to relate to both these, the death thing or whatever. Okay. Like how can I help someone who's, how can I put my stuff aside and go help someone else that's dealing with this as well? How can I like comfort my husband who just lost his grandfather? How can I honor them at my wedding? This may not have been my plan of what I wanted. Like I wanted to walk down the aisle and have all eyes on me, but like, maybe that's not what's most important right now. Maybe what's most important is someone else's needs, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And like, if I bring it to a smaller scale to make it more relatable, my, you know, it was my problem that happened on Monday, but it could have just as easily been a phone call from a friend that had their car break down and I had to spend the day, like I lost my time to go help them with their time. And like, that's totally a real scenario that could happen often. So it's, I was fortunate it was my own problem I had to fix, but it could have very easily been someone else's problem. So also keeping in the mindset that like you're, giving time to others like it's it totally could happen and your stuff is going to get pushed to the back burner oftentimes the older you get and this is where you can relate to like the kid thing I know my friends with kids like talk all the time that like they think they're gonna go like my friend thought she was going to a play let's say the other day and her kid literally would not get in like a car seat and she's like I literally can't go to the play I cannot physically get the kid in the car seat I couldn't go and like that's just like you know embracing the chaos like and you know, know when that when the kid grows up like they're gonna tell they're every time they have a friend over they're gonna be like yeah she did this to us like it's gonna be like a joke forever you know they're gonna talk about right. it like you're it's just like your time is just not always gonna be your time and like that may not be that could be for anyone that could be like i said you're you're the more people that rely on you and like look to you the harder it is to like own your time in quotes whether it's professionally friendships really friendship uh friend, I said friend choice, relationships spouses yeah. etc and exactly. that's my last thoughts on it yeah sometimes you just gotta say it is what it is it is what it is sometimes i just have to think that and i'm like you know what it is birthdays are a good one to think about that yeah birthdays and New Year's Eve. A lot of pressure. Exactly. Sometimes you just have to take it for what it is. I did. I don't think I did this update, but I had Parker's work event recently. Everyone, it was the first time I got dressed up in like literally eight months. Also, the first time I've done my hair as a brunette. <laughs> so, like, it was, it was cool. a great, see- great look. Things. I just was excited to see what my hair actually looks like. Because I have it not is interesting. Done it. We don't dress up like we used to. It's really hard for me. Thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Parties Over Podcast. We hope that this wasn't too chaotic. I hope you guys are on your listening. I hope you're all in your listening era and your reviewing era. Because I would love a reviewing era, at least from one of you. Yeah, one of you little street rats. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's end this. Hey, Liz, that was a good one. Let's go embrace the chaos.